0: welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Operating in Self-Control. Now, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. It's something that God wants all of us to operate in, because there's benefit to living a life of self-control by the Holy Spirit. When we're operating in self-control, we'll find that we are in God's timing because we're not trying to get ahead of Him due to our emotions being out of control. We are willing to be patient. We will live a life of purity. We will avoid gluttony. We'll avoid unnecessary spending. They can cause debt, we'll avoid having angry responses to others as a result of lack of self-control with emotions. So when we're operating in self-control, we will be able to tell our flesh what to do. Like our flesh will no longer rule us. And so when we think about the scripture in galatians 5:22 through 25 but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. against such there is no law and those who are christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So self-control is connected to walking in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit. So when we are lacking self-control, we should ask ourselves, are we walking in the Spirit? Are we dependent on Holy Spirit or are we dependent on our flesh? So this is how we can tell if we're walking in self-control. Is it self or Holy Spirit leading? And also, the flesh has passions, according to this the scripture, Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So self-control is necessary to crucify the flesh on a daily basis. This is not a one-time thing. A daily basis so that the flesh, the passions and desires do not control us. That we control it. And so that's the difference. That's the self-control that we have as part of the fruit of the spirit now God has given us a free will so in first Corinthians six twelve, everything is permissible for me but not all things are beneficial everything is permissible for me but I will not be enslaved by anything under its power allowing it to control me so We have opportunity to make decisions that are permissible, but will these decisions be beneficial? So at the end of the day, if we do something out of self-control, if we're not uh, making a decision with self-control, discernment, wisdom, we're going to see the negative fruit and consequences of that. So even though it's permissible, is it beneficial? Are we going to see the fruit that God would want us to see that will be uh, helpful for others, that will um, point them back to God or or even keep us on task with whatever God is calling us to do? So this is how we can filter out, is this God or is this flesh? It's the fruit, And self-control will help us stay on course because self-control is part of the fruit of the Spirit and it is fueled by Holy Spirit. It is fueled by walking in the Spirit. When we think about a vehicle, a car can only move when it has gas so when I say can only move the way it was designed to move with fuel so when it has the gasoline to move it moves from point a to point b with no difficulty but without the fuel a person would need to push the vehicle or have it be towed and it takes more effort to move a vehicle when there's no fuel That's how it is with Holy Spirit. He lives in us when we receive him as our personal, when we receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit lives in us at that moment. But being filled is something that is an ongoing process. And just like with a vehicle, you consistently put fuel in the vehicle for it to go where it needs to go. And so that's the same thing with us. It's like when we... Are consistently being filled with the Holy Spirit, we will be at a place of operating and self-control, and this is for any aspect of our lives. Self-control is necessary, and this is um, this is part of the fruit of the Spirit. So, we have the fruit of the Spirit. But the operation of the fruit of the Spirit is based on how we yield ourselves to Holy Spirit. How we surrender our will for God's will. And then we will see the development of the fruit of the Spirit. We will see that we're, um, we'll have more kindness, long-suffering. We'll have more peace. So this is um, going back to consistently yielding ourselves, so that we are filled on a regular basis. Now in second, um, let's see here. So in Second Peter one five through seven, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, into goodness, knowledge, into knowledge, self-control into self-control perseverance into perseverance godliness into godliness mutual affection into mutual affection love so here we have it it addresses goodness knowledge and self-control and how each one we're adding upon the next and so when we have self-control, then we can have perseverance because now it helps us to stay on track. So self-control, there, there are benefits to live in a life of self-control. When we're operating in it, we will find ourselves in the will of God because we're no longer allowing the flesh to take us off course. Now in Titus two eleven through twelve, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. So through God's grace we are able to operate in self-control according to this text for the grace of god has appeared that offers salvation to all people so this is still god's grace it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and see there's that word again passions worldly passions In the other text it was talked about the passions and the desires of the flesh now and the rest of this is in to live self-control. So it's by God's grace that we can live self-control lives. And so each time our flesh is wanting to do its own thing, we can be reminded that God's grace allows us to live a self-controlled life when we are not in the place of self-control and we go back to the things that i listed earlier pertaining to being out of god's timing um, being impatient not living in purity a lot of these things are due to a lack of self-control and if these areas occur in you know interactions with others if you're married um, it it can cause a lot of problems if self-control is not being operated if a person is not controlling their anger and they say the wrong thing and they cannot take those words back that can be very problematic at a job in a relationship in a marriage that can cause a person to no longer feel comfortable communicating or feeling safe if anger is not controlled. And so we're not called to sin. If there's an emotion of anger, we have self-control to renew our mind and give it over to God and allow God to deal with our hearts and the situation when we're not in self-control and we overly spend or we um, charge things to our credit cards or you know whatever the case is that can be detrimental when you are trying to reach a goal and when we're not operating in self-control it's one of those things where you're trying to turn the hands of time, wanting to go back and reverse what has already occurred. But when we're operating in self-control, we don't have to be reactive. We're being proactive by controlling the emotions, the passions, the desires of what the flesh wants to do at the moment. So self-control can cover us from Negative things that can happen as a result of making emotional decisions or responses and reactions to things. And so, God prepares us. He gives us scripture. He understands the life that we'll be living here on this earth, and He wants us to be equipped. So, He gives us fruit of the Spirit so that we can live in a place of peace, faithfulness, kindness. He wants us to to exude all of that and depend on Holy Spirit while we do it. So I want to encourage you that self-control is something that all followers of Christ should operate in. If we're not operating in self-control, we are most likely carnal. We're exhibiting carnal nature of ourselves. And so in order to be set apart, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we are not carnal. That carnality is um, a result of not being filled with the Holy Spirit, not yielding our will to God. So we're allowing the flesh to lead us. But when we yield ourselves to God, we will no longer be carnal in making um, decisions based out of our emotions and lack of self-control. Because in Galatians 5, 22 through 25, it indicates at the end of it, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So if we're indicating that we live in the spirit, we should be walking in the spirit. And then that's how we know that we're in tune to what God is calling us to do because we're walking in the spirit, not in our flesh, not in the passions and desires of the flesh. And so there's a difference there. So we're all able to operate in this. It's part of the fruit. And it gets developed each time we yield ourselves to Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the fruit of the Spirit, for allowing us to operate in self-control, and for helping us to consistently surrender our will, our emotions, our flesh to you. your word. And Lord, I thank you for helping us to crucify our flesh through the word of God, through denying ourselves. Lord, I thank you for helping us to focus on you and not what our desires are, Lord, but what your will is for our lives. Lord, and if there's anyone struggling with self-control, I pray that you help us get to a place of consistently fasting and praying so that we let our flesh know what it should do according to your leading. Lord, we thank you for giving us guidance in our journey to glorify you. We give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you all be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.